just wanted to uh, point out something that I uh, uh, asked about earlier this week. Um, I tried to learn the tesis from the uh, from the sicha, but I looked up the tesis itself. I saw it was a whole different thing. Um, we're discussing the four sections of the tefillin. So Rashi understands that there's four sections in the tefillin because there are two words in the Lulatetafis, Tat and Caspian and Pas in African. And that's where Rashi comes to the conclusion that there are four sections in the Shema. We had a question about that maybe just means two words that mean two. Who says it means four? But according to Tesis, we said there's no question. What does Tesis say? Tesis says that there are three times that Terry uses the word Lotetafis. So yes, the word Lotetafis itself just has the word two in it, but Tesis says because there are more than one word, there's two times it says Lotetafis. The third one, the third one we need because the Torah uh, just needs to tell us to put on the film. It's not meant to be a word that we derive things from. But since the Torah um, has two actual Tetafes, so that's what Tetafes says, that's when we know there are um, uh, four sections in the film. Okay, now we started a mimer yesterday on the Pasuk, Hashem builds Jerusalem and he gathers the dispersed of Israel. And then the Pasuk continues and talks about how Hashem heals the brokenhearted. We wanted to know what was the relationship between Hashem building Jerusalem and healing the brokenhearted. So we started to explain that there are two um, temples we had already, the two basic Migdashes that we already had, and they uh, had two different kinds of godly revelation. The first Beis Migdash was a revelation of the Vav of Hashem's name into the Hey. And the first Beis HaMikdash was a revelation of the Yud of Hashem's name in, in the, into the letter Hey. And uh, the two different kinds of letter Hey in our service of Hashem are serving Hashem with uh, understanding and pleasure. It's a higher Hey. And serving Hashem just showing up in our thought, in our speech, in our action, doing what Hashem wants, that's the lower hay. So because of the lack in our service of Hashem, that was what, that's what made the, us lose these two temples. The two, the two temples are associated with the two ways of serving Hashem. So uh, the second temple, we started to say yesterday, has an advantage that surpasses the first temple. Although it's associated with the lower hay of Hashem's name, but still it has an advantage that surpasses what was in the first temple. Physically it lasted, it was, it was up for a longer amount of time in the, in the first temple, it was larger than the first temple, but there's another advantage. Another advantage that the, first, that the second temple had was that the first temple was a time of serving Hashem like a tzaddik, the Jewish people were tzaddikim, and the second temple was associated with the Jewish people doing tshuva. And shuva is is it requires a yid to serve Hashem from inner strength by himself. Shuva is avodibukayachatzmi. Shuva means that you are working with your own power. And we learned the Gemara says a person would rather have one measure of his own than receive nine measures from someone else. So that's the shuva requires a war, requires a fight. 
But the Zayr says that there's something you gain by this fight. What do you gain by the fight? The Zayr says, or the Zayr says, is cheliyatir. The Galtshuva has a greater kind of force in the tzaddik. His service of Hashem has a whole different kind of intensity. And this is because of the great yearning that the Balshuva has because of the distance he feels from Hashem because of his sins. So his, that, that, and that's why when he does Shuva, the sins turn into mitzvahs. Why do they come, turn into mitzvahs? Because the sins themselves propelled him to have this higher, deeper relationship with Hashem. They feel for the sins become mitzvahs, they become positive, uh, positive forces in his life. So... So there is something to be said about the second temple being greater than the first temple. So the destruction of the second temple is considered to be a greater loss in a way than the destruction of the of the first temple. There's a pasuk. Pasuk says the river uh, dried up, the yechnav, and then the Torah uses another word for dry up, yavish, nechrav yavish. So Talmud explains that the, the river drying up and then drying up more represents the two the loss of the two temples. When the first temple was lost, that the, the river dried up, but then it really got worse when the temple was second temple was destroyed. So the deficiency of, of the second temple is considered to be a lot worse than the, the than the first because it's it's drier after the destruction of the second temple. It's not not just that we that we're missing both temples. The second temple had something in it that surpassed the first temple, and we're, we're losing something more in the second temple than the first temple. What are we losing? The, the, Hashem said, "I swear, I'm not going to come into the, into the heavenly Jerusalem." until I enter the Jerusalem in this world. There's a Jerusalem in heaven, which that's the higher hay of Hashem's name. And there's a Jerusalem in this world, the lower level of Hashem's name, the lower hay. So the main thing that Hashem wants is the lower, the lower Jerusalem. Hashem says, I'm not going into the lower Jerusalem until, until I, I'm sorry, in the higher Jerusalem, until I can go into the lower Jerusalem. What I'm interested in, Hashem says, is the lower Jerusalem. Why is the lower Jerusalem so important? So what do we say before? The two temples correspond to the two hays in Hashem's name. What's the most important hay? So the first hay, again, is associated with serving Hashem out of pleasure, with understanding, being a liba. The higher hay corresponds to the understanding of godliness, pleasure in serving Hashem. The lower hay is about our Kabbalah sil, our acceptance of the yoke of Hashem. So the, the main, uh, the the, the, the the meaning of Jerusalem in general, as we said earlier yesterday, Jerusalem means full fear of Hashem. That's what Yerushalayim is about. So Yerushalayim is about Kabbalah Seil. Yerushalayim is about accepting, do what Hashem wants. The higher hey of Hashem's name, that's serving Hashem with an understanding and pleasure. The focus, what Hashem is interested in more, is Geula is about, Gauls and Geula really, really, really um, is placed on the shoulders of the lower hey, which means placed on our showing up to what Hashem wants. That's, that's the main service of Hashem. So the main deficiency that exists in the world is, 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 the, is the deficiency of the, se- the loss of the second time. So this will give us insight to the Pasuk that we brought in yesterday, which I just mentioned. Greater shall be the glory of, this, of the last house than the glory of the first house. The simple meaning of the Pasuk is talking about the second temple. But there's also the way this Pasuk is translated regarding 
the third temple, the building of the Beis HaMikdash. What's the advantage of the Beis HaMikdash, the third Beis HaMikdash? It says that the first Beis HaMikdash was a revelation of the Yud of Hashem's name into the He of Hashem's name. The second Beis HaMikdash is a revelation of the Vav of Hashem's name into the He. What's the third Beis HaMikdash? It says the third Beis HaMikdash is a revelation of the Yud of Hashem's name into the letter He. So not only do you have the lower He of Hashem's name, so instead of just having the Vav of Hashem's name into the He, like in the second Beis HaMikdash, or having the revelation, hi, good morning, Water. There's a cup over there and there's water in that thing. Okay. Are there no cups out there? Uh, it's, it's a water machine. Yeah, sure. The first temple is, is hay. Second temple is hay. The third temple is the yud of... The first temple is the yud of Hashem's name into the higher hay. The second temple is the vav into the lower hay. You're saying the third is the yud into the lower? Yes, the third is the yud, the higher yud and the, the first letter of Hashem's name into the lower hay. So that's why it says Mshikh will come by Yemahu Yiya Hashem Khalishmechal. That day it shall be, Hashem will be one, and his name will be one. The word Yiya has the letter Yudke twice. Yudke Yudke is the word Yiya. What does Yudke mean? That even in the lower hay, even in Vavke, even the lower part of Hashem's name, you'll have the same revelation as Yudke. So you you won't just have Yudke, as it is in, in the uh, in the higher realm of Atsilus, in the level of Bina, but you also have the le- revelation of the truth of Hashem, as we learned many times that the Yud of Hashem's name is revelation of how Hashem is alone, nothing besides Him. That Yud will exist in the lower hey, in the in the in the lowest realm. But in order to that's a yeah, the, the Yud the Vavke will be like Yudke. But in order to cause a revelation to a lower place, that requires it to come from a higher place because. Think about it. it. It's not just that we're saying that the second, the third temple will have the yud. We had the yud before in the first temple too. What's unique about this, about the third temple, is that the higher yud will be in the lower hay. And in order to bring the higher yud to the lower hay, that requires something infinite. That to power that convergence, that requires something infinite to make those two to marry. The higher yud and lower hay requires something that wasn't in the first temple, wasn't in the second temple. To bring that higher revelation into the lower hay requires something that wasn't there before. It requires Havayadila'il, the higher level of Yudkivok. There are, in, in general, Hashem's names, there is many names, but the main name is Yudkivavke. And Yudkivavke itself has two, compo- two levels within Yudkivavke. There are two different names of Hashem the lower Yudkivavke and the higher Yudkivavke. So, uh, Regarding the um, morning, sure. Only, only have a coffee though. You have to have a coffee to join. Uh, you say so. Yeah, enjoy. Okay, so Chaim, Chaim. So, I mean, so that's the um, meaning of the of the words. Greater shall be the glory of the last house. In the first house, the first house was only the revelation of Yudke Vavke, the lower level of Yudke Vavke. But the great, the Bayis Ha'achrin, the house of the, the third Bayis Amigdash, that will have the higher name Yudke Vavke. The revelation of Yudke Vavke, as Yudke Vavke is beyond the spiritual cosmos. So, 
that's the meaning of Bain Yerushalayim Havaya, Hashem will build Yerushalayim. We're not just talking about revelation of Yudke Vavke as it is within Ishtal Shulz, within, within the spiritual cosmos, but Bain Yerushalayim Havaya is referring to the revelation of the infinite Yudke Vavke, the way Yudke Vavke is beyond Ishtal Shulz. Hashem told Avram Avinu, Hashem told Meish Avinu rather, I appeared to the Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, but I did not let them know the name, my name Yudke Vavke. By there was no revelation of Yudkevavke. Only when Hashem gave us a Torah was there revelation of Yudkevavke. But even the Yudkevavke that was revealed, Hashem gave us a Torah, that was the lower Yudkevavke. When Mashiach will come, then Hashem will reveal to us the higher level of Yudkevavke. Yudkevavke as it is beyond the Shtashos. So in a similar way, it, uh, it, the Torah says about the Beis HaMikdash. What's the Beis HaMikdash called? It's called a Mikdash, the house of Adnai. The name of Hashem, Al-Avdalmun Yud. So, even though that's the name that's used, which is a lower level of revelation, nevertheless, that was a, a vessel for the revelation of Yudkei But, in the first and second temple, what was revealed there, just the lower level of Yudkei That's why it says, by the uh, second, says in the Talmud that in the second temple they were missing five things. They were missing um, the arin, and they were missing the um, the oil of the uh, to anoint the kohen gadol. They're missing five things in the second temple. The missing five things specifically is associated with the letter hey of Hashem's name. Five is equal to the letter hey. So what were they missing in the second temple? They're missing the higher hey of Hashem's name. In the third temple. Not only will we have the higher hay or the yud, we're going to have the, the whole different revelation of Yudkei Not just Yudkei is as it is within the confines of the spiritual cosmos, but Yudkei as it is beyond the spiritual cosmos. I, I heard, it's probably printed, I just um, didn't see it myself, that uh, the Rebbe's brother-in-law was talking with the Rebbe by one of the meals of Yontiv, and they're talking different names of Hashem, and the Rebbe said, there's nothing higher than Yudke Vavke. And the Rebbe made a comment that there is Yudke Vavke as it is in letters. There is Yudke Vavke as it is beyond letters. So the, the revelation of the third base of Migdash is Yudke Vavke. Yeah, it's Yudke Vavke. But it's Yudke Vavke the way it is beyond the spiritual cosmos. The way it is beyond letters, if you will. It, 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 when you talk about Yudke Vavke within the spiritual cosmos, we're talking about four different ways that God, God's energy is, is filtered. There is the letter Yud, which, which indicates a contraction. There's the letter He, which indicates a con- expansion. There's four different uh, kinds of revelation in, in the four letters of Hashem's name. But when we're talking about the third base of Mignosh, we're talking about an infinite revelation. Yud Kevavka, as it is beyond letters, as it is beyond the Shtalshans. Okay, so the Pasa continues after saying that Hashem will build, Yud Kevavka, will build Jerusalem. After saying that, the... Um, Okay, before going to uh, the Pasuk, so one more point I need, I need to mention. It says the Mashiach will come, we will say, this is our God we hoped for. And then it says again, Zehavaya, this is Hashem that we hoped for. We say it twice. The word Zeh means revelation. Zeh means this. Zeh is a word you can use when you're talking about something, you can point out with your fingers that this is what it is. 
Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that when he gave prophecy, unlike all the prophets, it's prophets who said, so said Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu said, this is the word of Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara says, had a transparent glass the revelation of Hashem. So, the meaning of this double expression, this is the God that we hope we hope in, uh, we're, we're not only referring to revelation of Hashem as it is within Ishtal Shlos, but we're referring to revelation of Hashem, Hashem is beyond Ishtal Shlos. So, okay. So what does that have to do with the next part of the Pasuk? Hashem heals the brokenhearted. Brokenhearted, in, in this sense, in the Torah, is referring to those who are broken because they're yearning to cleave to Hashem. They're missing the Ebishter. They miss Hashem. We say in our prayers, that was mentioned in the Mimer, we say in our prayers, those who seek God shall rejoice. The question is, if, if they're just seeking Hashem, why they're rejoicing? And the answer is that the way to, way to find Hashem is, is by looking for it. So those who are brokenhearted means those who are missing the revelation of Hashem. And, uh, and, and, and that, that yearning brings the person to feel missing. He's sick, he's broken heart, he doesn't have what he wants. Hashem wants us to have that feeling, but besides having that feeling, Hashem also wants us to show up and, and, and to be an active member of, of uh, Jewish people and to do our, our mission in the world. So that's why, in addition to saying sh- the first section of Shema Day, which talks about our love for Hashem, we also talk about gathering the grain and gathering the oil. And the and the and the and the food that's in the field that we're that we're harvesting, Hashem wants us to show up and do the mission that He has given us. He wants us to shuv to come into the world. There has to be rots. There has to be the yearning, but there also has to be the shuv. There also has to be showing up. You also have to, uh, in the language of Mechal Mordechai, have to make our keli. We do got to do what we need to do in this world. But, but the goal is that when Mashiach will come. Hashem will build Yerushalayim. Yudke Vavke will build Yerushalayim. Yudke Vavke means Hashem as He is, without any contractions, as He is beyond the spiritual cosmos. That will shine in this world. And that revelation will heal the broken heart. There won't be any broken heartedness anymore because Hashem will be revealed here. So we, we won't, there won't be a Kalim, we won't need Kalim anymore when Mashiach comes. Because you, you actually said something interesting. You said that the, the third base of Migdash is beyond letters. Letters are vessels, right? And the, the light of Hashem that enters into the letters creates that possibility, that potential, which is what differentiates first temple from second, right? Same same letter, hey, but the, there's a quality of, of light. So you're saying it's beyond. So right now we need we need vessels. We need, we need, we need haze. I'll see you later about your vessels. Okay. So it, it says that the word sickness in Hebrew is numerically equivalent to 49. Why? Because the, there are 50 gates of understanding, and until you get all 50, you're still sick, you're still, you're still yearning for something more. Until you have the full revelation, there's sickness. Mashiach will come, Hashem reveal, the higher level you give up, there won't be any sickness anymore, Hashem will heal the broken hearted, there's no, there's no, there's no illness, there's no, there's no deficiency, there's no yearning. But until that time, there's a yearning. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem gave him all 49 gates of wisdom, but he still was missing the 50th. When he passed away, then Hashem gave him the 50th. That's why it says he went to Mount Nevoi. The word Nevoi, which is the name of a mountain, could also be read as Nun Boy, a place that had the letter Nun. So until you get to the letter Nun, the 50th gate, Nun is equal to 50, Moshe Rabbeinu is still in a state of yearning. It says that Tzadikim, they cannot see 
what they can see and when they pass away. That said, they cannot see some things while they're alive. When they pass away, they can see. So that's the meaning of the pastor. builds Jerusalem. He heals a brokenhearted. How does he heal? How does he heal the, heal the brokenhearted by by Hashem building Jerusalem? Since the revelation in Jerusalem will be from the higher level, you give up, okay, Therefore, there won't be any 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 sickness, any any love sickness, any yearning. This is this is also connected to the after. The after this week is Nachamu Nachamu Ami. This is the first week of the seven haftoras we're going to read of comfort. So Avudraham brings down a medrash that explains the order of the seven haftarahs. The first haftarah is Hashem tells the prophets, go comfort my people, go comfort the Jewish people. And then we respond in the next haftarah, and we say, God has left me. Which means, you're telling the prophets to comfort us? Where are you? We're not comforted by your, by your telling us, to, by your sending the prophets to us. That's the second haftarah. After the second haftarah, where we reject Hashem's comfort to the prophets, so then God responds in the third, and, and then, and we say to God also, um, sorry, then the, then the third Aftara, the prophets, they say to Hashem, they haven't been comforted. There, are, is, no, there is no comfort. That's a, that the third Aftara is, is a prophet going back to Hashem and saying, hey, it didn't work. So then the fourth Aftara, God says, okay, I, I am the one who comforts you. So that's the, that's the, the conversations going on beneath the scenes in the East Four Haftarahs. So what is this conversation about? It says that all the prophets, their revelation is from the way Atzilus shines in the Netzach Hoyden Yisoy That's where the revelation comes from. In that itself, there are different levels. The Nevu of Yeshaya, of Isaiah, was through the revelation of Hashem in Netzach and Hoyd of Bria. Nevu of Yecheskel was in through Netzach and Hoyd of Yitzira. Nevu of Zechariah was through Netzach and Hoyd of Asiya. Only Moshe Rabbeinu. We said before that Moshe Rabbeinu was greater than all the prophets. The Gemara says he had a clear revelation, like a clear transparent glass. He, his revelation was from Netzach and Hoyd of Atzilus, directly from Atzilus, without being filtered through the lower worlds. Yeshaya and Zechariah. Um, and Yecheskel, they had Hashem's revelation through the filters of the lower worlds. Moshe Rabbeinu had any filter, without any, without a, a, a transparent glass. But even the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu was only from the lower level of Yudkivavke. And that was the complaint of the Jewish people. They're not comforted by the comfort of the prophets because what did the Jewish people want? They want Yudkivavke, the way it is beyond the Shtalshos, the way it is beyond the spiritual cosmos. And Hashem accepts this complaint, and Hashem says, I, I will comfort you, which means that in addition to the comfort of the prophets, when Hashem tells the prophets, hey, go and comfort my people, and it says a double expression of comfort, why double expression? As we learned earlier, earlier this week, that tshuva reaches an infinite revelation of Hashem. Tshuva is, the word double in Hebrew is associated with infinity. So the double comfort is also something which, which is achieved through tshuva, something which is beyond. However, Hashem adds something. Hashem says, that in addition to the, to, to the comfort which is achieved through tshuva, Hashem said, I myself will comfort you. That means there will be revelation of havai de le'ela, the havai as it is beyond the spiritual cosmos. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk, of Meish, Meish says in this expression, I begged Hashem, 
That means through tshuva, we reach a, a level called Veschanu. What's Veschanu mean? Moshe Binu says, I'm asking Hashem to give me a present. I'm not asking Hashem to give me based upon my merits. I'm asking Hashem to give, it to me, give me a present. The idea of a present in, 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 in Kabbalah and Chassidus means there is a revelation which is commensurate to your efforts. And there's a revelation which you cannot possibly reach. It's something which, which can only be given as a present. So Veschanan means we're asking for the revelation of Yudke Vavke as it is beyond the Shtalshuls, as, as something which we cannot touch with our own efforts. Even, so, so through Tshuva, Hashem gives us this present of Avaydala And so this should happen for us, that already in the beginning of the seven weeks of comfort, we should leave the, the confines of the constraints of the exile, we should come to the comfort of the Geula, and in a way that Hashem gives us all the seven weeks of comfort at once, so we so that we enter from the seven oh, from the seven um, weeks of comfort to the coming year, and we merit and all that we need in children, in health, and in parnasa, and this should happen lower than ten tefachim in this world in a way that we could see it. Chaim. Yeah.